Welcome to a podcast from Hope Church Glasgow. For more about us, check out hopechurchglasgow.org. Hi again, and thanks for joining me on this podcast um, on pandemic perspectives. And uh, I feel excited, challenged, um, so much stirring around inside me. I want to communicate, so I'm going to try and get this done. Uh, It may take this one and, and one more. Uh, we are we are as we know living in these extraordinary times um and extraordinary times like this uh, worldwide events do send believers uh looking and searching uh, probably at, at new levels and new ways and particularly looking into the prophetic scriptures looking at revelation saying could this be uh something that's proclaiming uh, the return of christ could do, what what do these things mean and and i completely understand that uh, I, I think though we have to be so so careful with how we interpret times and and I think in, in the first one I was talking about conspiracy theories uh, there there's, there's there is conspiracy theories out there there's people feeling that uh, there is a sort of global government emerging that's behind the scenes that that the the, the pandemic is sort of something that's been engineered and that therefore taking the vaccine is receiving the sign of the beast now i get it i really get it and i get see i get that there's the stuff out there that would point to some of those conclusions um i think what i was saying before is there's always been stuff out there there's always a fresh manifestation of the conspiracy against the lord and against his anointed and against his church it, it it's cyclical um, if you look at the book of revelation and you look at even recent church history attempts are constantly made to interpret what it says in a literalistic way so i can remember i'm old enough to remember the 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 70s and 80s and the idea that promoted by the book the great late great planet earth that that the european economic community i think it was called then the eec which was at that point 10 members represented the 10 horns of the beast that are there in revelation of course that sounded plausible for a little while until it became 12 members and then 27 member states and so on and so forth. I can remember that Russia was seen as as, as the beast. I've, I can these are these personification, these literalistic things. I, I'm, they come in cycles, and, and talking to people who have a better grasp on church history than I do, that this has been happening for hundreds of years that the events that happen find a finding a reflection in in the stories in the prophetic imagery that's there in revelation and i want to i want to suggest to you that some of the clues to revelation are there in the beginning and john says in his introduction to the book that he's, he's writing those who share in the tribulation john your brother and partner in the tribulation they were in tribulation right then church history records that he had been thrown in boiling oil and they failed to kill him, which is why in that process and all that saw it in the stadium were converted, which is why they then put him on the island of Patmos uh, to basically to exile him because having such an incredible, incredible influence. But, um, but what I'm saying is that the circumstances they were living under in the early church, probably the latter part of the first century, were ones of tribulation, ones of persecution, ones of difficulty. And, and John's having a revelation in the midst of all their trouble. And then 
you know, we have troubles, they come. Uh, and this, we have to remember that our battle isn't against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in the heavenly realm. And those are exposed, those are displayed, uh, those are illustrated in, in the book of Revelation. So we have to be so careful that we don't equate things too quickly and literalistically. So hence, I, I do not believe that having a vaccine, you're receiving the mark of the beast. Um, you, you, obviously, whether you take a vaccine or not is completely up to you. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't associate with it some end time significance. I, I think, I think we will be getting off track if we, if we uh, start to go down that route. Um, and 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 I, I keep coming back to this scripture that God keeps uh, speaking back to me in Isaiah eight twelve, which we mentioned I think at the end of the last podcast is. Don't call conspiracy what they call conspiracy. So yes, I, I think the media is becoming increasingly unreliable. I think a few people own it, a few people influence it. So it's not a 100% reliable source of information. There's a twist and there's an emphasis. Uh, that, that there's an agenda trying to drive that forward. Uh, and a lot of that agenda is is anti-god so yes there's conspiracy but uh, i think we need to be careful where we focus we need to be careful that we don't get scared and we don't get thinking that the enemy is bigger than he really is and that we don't get our eyes off the main thing what is which would be which would be the the desire of the enemy he'd like to get us sidetracked all the time so <laughs> Let's not call conspiracy what is being called conspiracy. Let's not take our eyes off the Lord. Let's not take our eyes off the ball, so to speak. And a, a prophetic um, emphasis I've been hearing a lot is this idea of reset. Uh, we're in a time of reset. Um, I have some sympathy with that idea, but you've got to know what you're resetting from and to. And for some, they're jumping on that as a let's reset the church. This is about... Uh, the church but often what they mean is is reset the shape of the church how it meets and there's there's total value in that you know is it now more about small groups sure i think that's important but 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 i think if we forget what the church is here for if we don't get that clear first then just changing structures is is going to miss the point to me if this is a time of reset i think it's a time where we're making the first things back to being the first things. Uh, that wonderful Christian thinker and writer C.S. Lewis said, basically said this, you don't get first things first by putting second things first. Uh, and I think the church has been brilliant at uh, getting first and second things in first place and hoping that the primary things will catch up. Uh, whereas what C.S. Lewis says, if you put the first things first, it's almost like you get second and third for free. So it's about priority. Uh, and if, if there's any kind of reset going on, I, I feel like it's restoring the priority, resetting the priority of the kingdom of God into the heartbeat of the mission of the church. Um, yeah, let's look at structure. Let's look at how we do it. But let's remember what we're here for. And it's to display the kingdom of God. And if, if ever that was needed, it's right now. Although I believe in every generation, 
that there's a there is a move from heaven to help the church recover its primary purpose and its primary calling to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all other things will be added to us and often the other things are the things we spend a lot more time on uh, but this idea of the kingdom the church is meant to be the vehicle of the kingdom of heaven the church is meant to be the, the embodiment of the kingdom of God on earth it's meant to be showing more and more what heaven is like by embodying it declaring it advancing it into the realm of the earth and that's that's the only way many people are going to know what the kingdom of heaven is like and the i think putting that first is very important that that reset happens that, that church isn't first of all about getting my needs met it isn't first of all about pastoral concerns although we need to pastor people well it isn't first of all uh about relationships with my mates although those are incredibly important it's first of all about advancing the kingdom it's about seeing more of heaven invade the earth through the mechanism which is the church through those relationships you have with your friends through uh, pastoring people well through through building the structures in the right way the outcome should be the earth is touched earth is transformed by more of heaven and that we we get a lot of help from scriptures to what that is and, and the first apostles and i think it's interesting that uh, that and important that one Corinthians 12 says this towards the end it says that he's appointed first apostles second prophets because i think first apostles apostles primary heartbeat is heartbeat is first the kingdom if you think about jesus first commissioning of the first apostles he said this, he said, go proclaim the kingdom, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. If you just look at Luke 9 and Matthew 10, that's his commission. Actually bring the shalom peace wherever you go, heal the sick, raise the, le the, the dead, cleanse the lepers and proclaim the kingdom of God. The first apostles who are meant to be first, not in terms of senior, most authoritarian, but in terms of serving and empowering the church, have the primary focus on proclaiming the kingdom and, and uh, displaying the kingdom. So the kingdom of God in its primary expression is the, is the power and love of God overcoming and removing the works of the evil one, which are manifest in demonization, sickness and infirmity. And, and they can be manifest in other ways, but that's the primary thing that we're called to do and i believe in this season it's really interesting we just did a series uh teaching in the church on paul lessons from paul's lockdown because he was he was in prison in house arrest probably for close to five years and yet he still continued right last verses of acts tells us he still taught about the kingdom of god he wrote uh, several important letters uh, all of all of caesar's household it seems got to know about the gospel because paul was there in rome uh, all the praetorian guard got to hear the gospel he he wasn't able to lead a church he wasn't able to pastor but his primary calling as as an apostle didn't stop functioning because he he was arrested he managed to keep kingdom proclamation kingdom declaration 
kingdom demonstration happening in in and through his life and and we need to remember i really believe we need to remember that first if it's if it's reset uh, in this season it's to remember what we're here to do first and you might be thinking yeah but yeah i'm here i'm struggling bathing my kids and just dealing with all the turmoil that pandemic has uh, has put my way uh and I, and I get that. And I think raising your family well and you know, earning your living well and being a good employee is part of expressing the kingdom and the righteousness of God. But I believe this is a time where we can refocus, where we have some kind of space to go, what is the main thing? And that we get on with that. Um the, the, the enemy would love to, and as has successfully, sadly, over the years, succeeded in keeping the church from pursuing the main thing. And, and, and I think in order for us to successfully reset, we need to know what we're going for. And we also need to know what we're not going for. Uh, because I, I, I've, over the years, I've created a list of enemies tactics and the apostle paul says we're not aware unaware of the enemy's schemes and yet i do think at times the church be is naive and and we don't we don't behave like we know what uh, the enemy's up to he loves to scare us he loves to appear bigger than he is he loves to freak us out with world events and say look what i'm causing and you don't have an answer for that that's him and it's a lie he loves to divert us he loves to to make sure we're putting all our energies into second and third priorities, because the thing he doesn't want is to be is to be seen to be weak and powerless. Uh, he doesn't want to be displayed through science. He doesn't want to be displayed as the as the defeated foe that he is through the cross, and that's that's demonstrated as we uh, as we. Uh, give people the presence of God as we speak to them about the gospel, as we see them healed and restored. He wants to divert us and stop the main thing being the main thing. Um, he wants to dilute us. It's like, like he likes just to say, well, it does say that, but it's not quite as powerful as that, really. He likes to dilute the gospel, dilute the truth. He loves to polarise. I mean, he is the original political spirit. He loves to get the church shouting at itself from one side to the other so again i mean guys if you have different views of me about what the state of the pandemic is and what's what's a conspiracy i i if you're passionate for jesus i absolutely love you absolutely respect your ability to and, and your uh your right to have that what, what i don't want to do is to to create slanging matches in the kingdom what I love is people who are passionate and radical for Jesus, and that's what we all need to be. And, and my appeal is that we that we kind of get our heads out of of the politics and get our heads into uh, heaven. Um, so he loves to polarize us. He loves to try and deceive us. So telling us things that are that are that are true that just aren't true. And there's tons of that in the church. I, I was just reminded today that. A lot of the church believes that the world is going to get darker and the church is going to get lighter. Well, that that's actually nonsense because uh, the scripture says, Jesus says in Matthew that, that we are the light of the world. So 
<laughs> the church is the light of the world set on a hill. So if, if the world is getting darker, that means the church is getting darker because the church is the light of the world. So so we've got to get rid of some of that. That that's that's a that, that that's just a lie that doesn't help us. The the church from time to time has has remembered its kingdom responsibilities, but at times made the mistake of thinking what we need what we need to do is is elect more Christian politicians, or what we need to do is have a Christian government, or what we need to do is have lots of Bible laws passed into our laws. And there's, there's, there's words, there's technical words for this, but the idea that politics ultimately is bringing a kingdom is a mistake. Now, you could misunderstand what I'm saying here. I think it's great that we have people running for parliament, that we have Christian politicians. But what I think is a mistake is to think the answer to the world and seeing righteousness, peace and joy, the kingdom of God come in our world, is having... Christians in places of government so we're not those that have a dominion theology so yes we want to influence every sphere of influence every mountain of influence but we don't have to rule them to change them and and, and the bible is full of these kind of stories where the Daniels and the Josephs weren't the rulers but they had key influences over those that ruled and at times we've forgotten that. And I remember talking to someone who had a major, major ministry in the in the Middle East, and they said it's it's as if people have forgotten the calling to be Daniel's. And he said there is there, there's an ear to listen, but there's a lack of Daniel's. And some of the troubles in the Middle East would be solved if there'd been more Daniel's willing to get involved in that world and, and end up being influential voices in the ears of those that govern in that part of the world. Isn't that interesting? So the kingdom is meant to be influence. It's meant to... It, okay, yes, you can be in a place of leadership, but fundamentally we're not going to bring the kingdom by dominating the world. We're going to bring the kingdom by influencing it, serving it, and releasing God's presence... God's joy, God's righteousness, God's power into it. Um, and the other thing we, we, we can get sidetracked by is the idea that it would be better if we could get lots of, lots of Christian laws. Now, I'm sure they will make a difference. Um, and, and certainly in the UK, our laws have been more Christian in the past, although those are being eroded bit by bit. But fundamentally, we're not going to bring... The, the, the primary role or the primary way we're going to bring the kingdom isn't by getting lots the Ten Commandments into British UK law. Um, so the, getting that idea that if everybody just kept the Bible rules, then everything would be okay. We're not actually here to impose our rules on people. And that has been a major issue because we've ended up being seen as those that are bringing truth without love. We just want to judge people and tell them what to do. And that isn't the kingdom. So if we if we, we if we cycle down that path again, we're going to be distracted from the the main thing, which is displaying and demonstrating, declaring God's incredible benevolent rule, His incredible victory over Satan, His incredible victory over sin and sickness and death, um, 
and and his incredible righteousness which uh, i believe it yes is holiness but it's it's fundamentally connected to right relationship so we've been put in right relationship to him and this would be manifest in how jesus talked about us which is he said the world will know you my disciples if you have love for one another so right relationship between us helps the world see god helps us the world know who we belong to and helps the world see the kingdom it's that's part of the righteousness so i know i'm covering a lot here uh, but i just feel it's so important we get our focus if this is a reset moment let's reset on the kingdom the church is meant to be the vehicle of the kingdom jesus said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it that's a beautiful picture of of jesus positioning his church his body right at the, at the government of hades as it were uh, and them not prevailing uh, the, the the influence of of darkness not prevailing against the church and to do that we have to be smarter we have to be more discerning we have to not get off on all these distractions and rabbit trails and and recover our thirst for the main thing as a friend of mine says let's keep 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 it the main and the plane um and not get this not get scared not get diverted not get diluted <laughs> not get seduced and not get deceived so right i just feel i want to pray for you and, and pray for me actually if, father god if there's any area where we've got diluted or distracted uh, or deceived and, and and we're off the main thing that that you would show us lord you would show us and you'd stir our hearts again for uh, for being those who walk in the reality of heaven on earth and the reality of your kingdom um and, and that we would know that as we seek first your kingdom and your righteousness all these things our need for food and clothing and shelter uh, uh, and our provision needs are going to be met by you in jesus name amen so guys this has been good good to talk this through i want to i want to come on to next time a little bit uh, continuing this theme really of reset about how how we need to learn to be wise as serpents and innocent as doves um because i think we've been great at being innocent doves and rubbish at being wise as serpents and our influence in the world uh to see it more preserved to see more of our light shining more of our salt being salt we, we need to find a way of being of being uh, wiser in the way that we go about exercising our influence so thanks for listening thanks for listening to me talk through this stuff that's on my heart and i hope it helps you i hope it blesses you i hope it strengthens you let's keep the main thing the main thing Let's trust for a massive Holy Spirit reset in our hearts and in the church that we would see more of the kingdom come on the earth and that we wouldn't get distracted down rabbit trails and, and uh, yeah, distracting interpretations of the signs of the times. Yes, these are tough times. Yes, this is a shaking. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll cover more of that next time. So God bless you. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Find us on Instagram, Facebook or search Hope Church Glasgow on your favourite podcast player.